0: All right, welcome back to another episode of the Crux. Um, today we are going to cover something that seems, I, I believe, it really is essential to uh, creating a long-term viable relationship, and it's something that you know you you know you men out there can do on your own in a way. You know, this can be a practice that you that you that you take on and it can be really, really effective. This is coming from our own experience. Um, so what is this? Tell us, Slave? why don't you introduce what this, what this practice is, what we're gonna be talking about today.
1: Yeah, Ryan. Um, so it's the idea that, um, I'll call it, what is the truth in what you're hearing? And the idea is that we're often in a cycle with our partners, and I think everybody can relate to this, where we're triggering each other, There's things when, especially when you've been in a relationship for a while, there are things that are hard um, between two people. We each have things that are difficult about us. And uh, so that's fine. That's part of being in a relationship. and But we need to be able to stop the cycle of re-traumatization that continues to happen when we trigger each other. And it would be nice if our partner were able to give us feedback in a vulnerable way in a way that was compassionate in a way that didn't hold that it was about all of us and really brought it to us in a way we could digest it that would be great and i think a lot most couples in relationship are working on that however there are things that we can do as the receiver of the frustrated feedback um, just to help stop the cycle regardless of whether our partner is able to deliver it in a nice way And, and so this is really, this is really a practice and you can actually start doing it today. You may not do it well, but, but the the, the idea is to be able to hear what your partner's saying in their, in their frustration, in their anger, uh, in their shortness. It might come out in a short tone and, and slow down enough to ask yourself, is there some truth in what they're saying? Not, is it a hundred percent true? Is it always true about me all the time? Uh, But is, is that something that is true about me? Is that something that might be frustrating about me sometimes enough of the time to be able to, to acknowledge it. And that's really the, that's really the first step. And, and that's not easy to do, especially when, when the information coming to you feels uh, inaccurate, inaccurate. either in degree or in or in how consistently it happens i'll give you i'll give you an example um, the other day um, as many of you have this experience out there um in our household we're testing for covid there may be a, a way we get exposed whether you know we i've got a two-year-old daughter who's in all sorts of outdoor but 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 classes around other children and so there's this yeah. There's these moments when you really need to, to get clear as a family, um, is one of us, is one of us been exposed Is one of us sick. And so the test kits are, are floating around the kitchen. And, uh, you know, one of the hardest things to do is to get our daughter to our, our daughter to, to do, take a test. Um, she just very, very, very resists, of course, as she should having a swab, uh, pushed up her nasal and, uh, and so one morning, we were doing, we were trying to create a, a calm setting for my wife to test her, and uh, and you know my wife was working very hard to talk her through it and and really um, get her to see that taking the test would allow her to actually go out and do more th- activities um, to make sure she was safe, and uh, and she, and my daughter wasn't having it, and uh, and finally my wife got one of the one of the nostrils. Um, clear and uh, and swapped and and then she went to and it looked like that was all that was going to happen and I was sitting there watching and and I said I don't think that's good. you only got you only got one nostril I don't think that's uh, I don't think that's going to cut it and she got really frustrated with me and and um, via vocally tone wise physically visibly, visibly uh, annoyed at that. And, and at first I, I was really incensed. I was like, how can you be frustrated? I was just pointing out clear that you're supposed to do both sides. Um, and I was very, very defensive and it didn't feel like what I had said merely felt like an observation would deserve that kind of tone. And, um, and she was just clearly frustrated and, and, um, and I took a moment, and I thought, what is going on here? I'm, I'm being completely normal. And then I thought, wait, let's see. What's true in this moment? She's working very hard with our daughter to do something that's not easy to do. I wasn't helping. I wasn't in there with my sleeves rolled up. Um, and I, I named an observation that may or may not be true. One nostril might have been enough. And I sort of threw it out there. With no real connection to what she was doing, to her struggle, to, to, um, to acknowledging maybe that was enough. And anyway, and, and I think which, but I'm realizing what she felt and what was true is that she felt me, she felt alone in, in, in how hard she was working to get that accomplished and how my observation had no real engagement. Um, it was, it was, uh, mental and, um. And so I could see the truth of that. Like, oh, I didn't really meet her in that moment. Uh, I didn't offer to help. I didn't offer a solution. I didn't say anything like, "Wow, I can't believe you're able to get one." Great, great work, sweetie. Um, uh, can I help you with a second? Nothing like that. And so when I slowed it down, um, it didn't matter about her tone anymore. I could feel that this was an example. Like, is there? There's a pattern here where where I don't join her, but I say something. Um, that, that, that that's more mental in terms of something being right or wrong and, and so I was able to go, you know what I get why that was frustrating. Uh, I'm sorry And instantly everything changed. her energy, her mood then we were we were a team again and able to kind of decide it turned out it was pl- one nostril was plenty we didn't need to retest um, but it was just an example and there are times when I can't do that. There are times when I stay in my and I stay in my corner, and and I don't have it in me to find that. I all I, I can't get past her tone, the way she reacted. The, the, the feels like the mismatch frustration, and I make her the bad one. But sometimes, like in this case, I'm I'm able to really slow it down and and, and find something that's that's worthwhile to offer to her, and and it, it just it it moves mountains between us. Mm-hmm. So it took a little, took a little time to tease that story out, but I, but I hope that it, that illustrates the, the point.
0: I think it's a great story, Slade, right? And I like the point that like, um, that, that you don't, I don't always, always do this, you know, cause it's, it, it, it really requires a, a, pre, a presence of mind, um, and, and doing something that's really kind of counterintuitive, counter what your impulse is to do. Like right, you know, when when we get when one when a human generally uh, gets um, talked to in certain ways, there's going to be a there's going to be a protective kind of defensive response. Uh, it's just it's natural, right? So the the biggest the biggest challenge here is that that initial moment. At the initial moment of managing one's own reactivity right
1: Mm, exactly that's the trick
0: and that that's a lifelong process right there's different you know there's different levels of that kind of reactivity and what we're trying to do today is is encourage and also empower you men out there to learn what your kind of flavor of reactivity is and what does it look like for you to really consider like in different moments what does it look like for you to notice your reactivity Um, and then instead of just saying the first thing that kind of comes out of your mouth from that place actually consider like what's going to be help what's actually going to be helpful in this moment and we're positing what would be helpful would be for you to 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 own what you can own in that moment like in your story slate right your own you're saying you know that that looks like what i said was kind of frustrating to you sorry about that you yeah. know um and that's all it takes right and there's no there's no there's actually a real power in the simplicity of of the of the response if it if if there's exactly. extra con if there's too much extra content, it's heard as defensiveness. If if you said if you would have said, you know, yeah, it looks like that was frustrating for you. I'm sorry, but if you hadn't have talked to me that way, you know, I wouldn't. Right. Have, I wouldn't have responded to that. You know, uh, and then it's what was that? That's an apology. That's
1: something. It's though. you're still you're still. I would still be. I mean in the moment you don't feel this, but when I, when I sort of unpack it later in the moment, if I had done that, it would have still been, I'm going to negotiate this, but I'm still going to protect, I'm still going to protect the shame parts of me and, and sort of, um, throw you something, um, while still keeping my armor up. <laughs> um, and I think there's something about, about a de-armoring And it's that, there's that rule of, do you want to be right? Or do you want to be connected? And just trusting that if I pull, put the shield down, I can hold that her frustration didn't have to be a hundred percent accurate, but I can hold myself, Mm -hmm. offer her something without any, any, any um, sort of, Pullbacks, any 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 sort of side angle judgments, but just offer it plainly, and and that, and that's enough. Mm-hmm. And um and and I think something moves emotionally when you when you offer it um, unguarded that way.
0: Definitely right, and and it it seems like that the part of the trick here is, or is is to recognize that you're not you're not admitting that you're an asshole. You're just, you're, you're, you're admitting that in that moment, you said something that was maybe insensitive or rubbed the, uh, her the wrong way. Um, wasn't what she needed. You're just acknowledging that, you you know, I think there's a challenge for, I know it's a challenge for me, I see it a challenge for a lot of the men I work with that they don't want to admit it because then they fear it'll be used against them in the future or that, that they're, yeah, that they're admitting that they are generally at fault in the dynamic and we're this is not that this is you being still a, like a upright non-collapsed honest man that's saying that's owning your part in it and really taking that kind of like a, a kind of leadership in that moment to nudge to move the system towards that kind of interaction right banking exactly. on that right yeah. banking on the fact that she will um do the same for you eventually you're you, you're doing what you can to move the cult the relationship culture towards that kind of ownership in moments
1: yeah you were mentioning that before or before that we were recording ryan this idea of you're putting money in the bank in in other words the moments that we're generous like that uh, without trying to you know make everything exactly accurate but just generously acknowledging it that 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 does yeah it creates a generosity in the system that does come back that's that's exactly right um and i think part of it too is is and this this really comes in as we do our own work when you acknowledge that your partner's frustration or anger or sarcasm or whatever whatever carrier wave it's coming on underneath of that is a feeling of them feeling hurt Unseen, unloved, um, not enough. Their own versions of their own flavors of shame and unworthiness are are sitting under there, and uh, and so all we're asking is is to give, is to be accepting of their frustrated parts that are trying to protect something in them that is actually hurting and could use a little compassion right now. Mm-hmm. It's it's really about finding space for compassion. Um, and not needing your partner to, to to meet a certain bar before you can own something, and uh, and we can talk about that, and I can give you an example of it, but to, but the doing of it does take work, and and it, and and as I, Ryan and I both mentioned, it includes failure, a, a lot of failure, of all the moments that you you didn't that you took the bait and you argued for accuracy, and 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 that's all part of the learning too um, as you grow a reservoir of compassion for yourself.
0: Yeah. Um, there, there's something, one more thing I want to emphasize in this whole, this whole thing. And that is, um, you have to be authentic about the apology. You know, I just noticed so many times that, um, there, there can be a, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know sorry that's an, it's all in the tone right it's 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 getting in touch with the with the with the part the not the part i mean the the reality in, in you that you actually are have some have some remorse that you've said something that has that has um hurt or really um been difficult for your partner you you know, and, and, and from that place, like actually saying, I'm sorry, I said that It it's, looks like that didn't go over well or, and mean it. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, at this point, when you, when you're really deep in a relation, I mean, your partner can sniff out your inauthenticity, your little subtle, like, I'm so, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. You know, like, that's not, you, you know, I, the. Maybe this is a kind of extra credit, but I think it's just fun, you know making this really functional. Like you have to find a way, you have to find your way to communicating the acknowledgement, the apology, whatever you want to call the response um, in such a way that actually visibly has them re- like soften. You really want to communicate in that way. It's it only works if they actually soften and feel, okay, you, you know, and it could be somewhat subtle, But you know, think about that their hackles are up, right? Their hackles are up, like, you know, like in your story, her hackles were up. You said something kind of like insensitive to her. Right. And, And you found your way to saying something that brought those hackles down. Maybe not fully down, but down significantly. And you probably saw that in her disposition, right? Her face
1: or body language. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, And I think, I think she felt, I think there's something that there's something and you're helping me kind of tease apart what happens in your partner. There's something that softens in them because they know they've gotten defensive and angry. And when you don't blame them for that, and you still find a tone that's like gets your impact, um, even in the midst of their anger. They don't have to feel ashamed or, or isolated or made wrong for the fact that they got angry. You're basically saying, Yeah, you're, you, it was reasonable that you got upset with me. That was totally insensitive. And so, it, in a way, it's gracious towards them because it lets them off of their own maybe inner critic, maybe their own critical loop they go in after they get angry. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's so many exchanges happening, but I think what, what you're saying, Ryan, that you feel it, you can't fake it. They feel the authenticity of it and, and you'll see it in the, the way that they shift. I think that's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and this is again, trial and error. Oh, why didn't it move? When I, I I did, you know, I listened to the podcast <laughs> to, to Slade and Ryan, and I I, I own that. And it, it stayed hard and crusty afterwards. Why was that? Okay, something to get curious about. Um, that's 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 part of the part of the practice of this. And so maybe maybe we can break it down in a few steps, Ryan.
0: Yeah, right. And bef- before we do, I want to I, I want to put a challenge out there to to the to the men out there to to do what you're doing what you're describing slave for a period of time right like that regardless of what your partner does in response like that you do this practice for you know maybe a couple months you know you're just like this is what you're gonna do you're gonna own it you're gonna um not wait for their them doing it as well right that this is something that you just do just to see if you can move the move the needle significantly of the relationship i just want to put that out there right Rather that's a great way, challenge try it for a few days and then really kind of expect that i put some money in the bank and she and she's going to respond different different start to respond differently like it might take it might take some time of the real concerted effort and of, and fine-tuning this practice for there to be, um, a significant shift. You might need to, in a sense, kind of rebuild trust and rebuild, like establish yourself as a non-defensive, um, actually like, um, sensitive, compassionate presence for, for the other, for your partner. Great.
1: That's a, yeah, it's a wonderful challenge. And, and, you know, we can call this finding the truth, right? Right ftt finding the truth in 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 what you're hearing and and acting on that so so for the so the first step is just that um you have energy coming your way that's frustrated that's passive aggressive that's angry um about some situation that you're in with your partner first step find the truth is is there something in what they're saying that sounds like it could have a grain, enough grains of truth to it. We're not saying, is your partner 100% accurate? Are they saying always and never, but it's not really always and never? No. In with the barrage of what you're hearing, is there a grain of truth? Is there something that, that that's real that they might have feelings about? That's step one. And if you find yourself failing, and I use the word failing here, and I know we all have a lot of Self, um, self-hating, self-judging parts that don't like the word failure. But I want to make that a a comfortable word in our community. We have to fail, uh, and so if you find yourself failing on that first step and not being able to hear the truth, okay, that's that's information for you. Uh, as soon as as soon as my partner gets angry. I don't hear anything other than the anger. Okay, so there's some work there, but but for our, for the purposes of this exercise, see if you can find something true in what they're saying. Okay, that's step one. Step two is acknowledging and 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 loving and accepting all the voice in, voices in you that are what we what we call yeah butting. But but I don't always do that. I, it's not never. Um, she's blowing that out of proportion. All I asked was a simple question. Um, all of those voices in you that that are struggling, that that that, that feel there's an inaccuracy, there's an injustice. You're being un, you're not being seen at right. All those voices, just let them be. They're, we we don't we're not asking you to get rid of those voices. Those are all defensive, protective parts of you that are trying to make sure that that all of you isn't seen as bad because so great welcome them but but also there's an acknowledgement that you don't want those parts in the relationship between you and your partner so okay hey there are my defenses yeah they they don't like the way that they don't like the 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 the, 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 the kind of the gunshot blast that i'm in the middle of but okay it's okay it's okay uh, parts um i can handle i can i can handle my partner not being perfect it's okay all right so acknowledge your parts again each step of the way if this if you fail at this if you struggle with this if this is hard then this is where your work is um and and we're all we're pointing at off ramps where whether you're working with a therapist a coach couples therapist your men's group um where you can where you can work with some of these stages okay so there is the managing of your protective parts, your defenses in relation to what you're hearing. Uh, so those those are really important. And then the third one, and and Ryan, you spoke to this really well. So I'd love to let you take a crack at this, at the, at the third step of acknowledging with our partner.
0: Um, re- wait, remind me. The-
1: so, so, so. Um, yeah, I think it was out of context, but what we were, what we were talking about uh, before we got on today is, is, is in this third step, once you've acknowledged that there's truth, once, you're, uh, once you've sort of managed your, your, your immediate reactivity that wouldn't let you be vulnerable and, and really take it in, the third step is to, is to then vocalize what you've heard your partner say in a way that they feel felt, heard, seen. the impact right right Uh, right.
0: so so this is the the outwards because the the first step is like to actually it's still internal right you're 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 owning what what your your part is in this in this dynamic exactly yes and then along kind of right alongside that you're 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 working with all the different protective, um, defensive parts of you, reactive parts of you, and just kind of breathing with them and, and not letting them speak. So you've done that. And now it's time to actually say something to your partner that is generous and, um, uh, modeling like connection versus being right. Um, and it can be, really anything that that y- you you guess you you know knowing your partner will help her feel like you you really understand why what you've done or said um was um difficult for her was frustrating painful um really irritating um so somewhat threatening any of that you get you get it yeah, right. Like I can see how, how I said that was, was it was a bit harsh. Um, I'm sorry about that.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's, and you might even add reasonable. It's reasonable that you'd be frustrated with me. Um,
0: right. It totally totally makes sense that you're having a hard time, like Mm -hmm. wanting to be around me right now. I'm, I'm running around, like, really stressed. And I'm no doubt dumping some of that on you right now. And I'm sorry about that. Right? These statements go so far in terms of helping um, your partner feel uh, safe around you, right? That you are aware of the ways in which you can you can be really in all the things right on or threatening or on un- um, not so caring, like we all are as human beings, we are inevitably those things, you know, we're not perfect. So, um, we have to find our way, find our way to be able to, you know, quickly acknowledge that and, uh, and bring, bring the, bring the relationship back to, um,
1: you know, a good place. Yes. Bring, I like that. Bring, bring the relationship back we're always bringing it back and that. That's really the practice. That's, I really, I really uh, appreciate that context. And then, so those, so, so just repeat the three steps, uh, find the truth, acknowledge your parts, own it with them, own that truth with them, those three steps. And, and, and remembering that any, any failures within any of those steps are just the arrows towards your, towards your work. and, that's how we find what our work is when we try to do something different in relationship. That's when we find out, oh, okay, now that's where my vertical work is. That's where I need help. Uh, great. You've learned something. So this is, this isn't about performing it right. It's about learning about yourself and, and learning how to be a better partner. And um, two things that might be helpful, we'll call them pro tips. <laughs> Seeing this a lot of these days, pro tips um, are one, you might not get the soft, the soft, compassionate response that you want when you've done this. Sometimes when we, when we offer ourselves, sort of, we offer our soft underbelly to our partner um, in these moments, it, 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 it brings out more anger in them. Maybe they have a backload of a lot of these moments. And so they might, they might say something like, yeah, you were that way. And you were like that way last week. And, I'm tired of that. You might get that. This, this isn't a recipe for immediate harmony. So just be prepared, but that might be that might just, that might be just as meaningful of a success as if you get the soft version of them, because sometimes it's because they feel you present that it brings out more of their anger. And you might just need to brace yourself, hold your parts and go, yep, Yep, that is frustrating about me. I know I do that. I know I've done that as a pattern. Um, uh, it's um, it's going to take me some time to take that in, but I, I, I appreciate that you're letting me know. You might need to keep that generous door open uh, a little longer and not, not immediately break it down because you didn't get the response you wanted. So mm-hmm. that's one pro tip. Pro tip two is we know this isn't one size fits all. You may be in a particular dynamic if you're listening out there, where your partner has been um, abusive with you, and 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 historically a particular way with you, and this wouldn't be the right thing for you. you say to yourself, well, I'm not. That's not where I'm working with my therapist. That's actually not good for my trauma. Um, I need to be. I need to be a little bit more right in my defenses right now. Okay, that's 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 good. And you might need some. You might need to. If you have a question about that um, bring it to your group, bring it to your therapist. Um, really reflect on that. Uh, we offer these things and know that they're not always right for everybody. So, um, just hold that as well.
0: Yeah. Those are great slate. Yeah. So that's the, that's a challenge men out there. Like, uh, give it a go. Right. And in earnest and, you know, reach out for support, like, you know, keep a journal study, like, like you know, really see if you can't, um, learn how to learn this really essential and difficult skill. Think of it as like weight training. Like you're in you know, initially it's going to be like, you might be mm. sore after the first time you do it, I like that. you keep going at it. You, you, and eventually your, your system adapts to being able to not be reactive and actually respond with ownership with some acknowledgement of the of the of the impact you're having on your partner over time you'll, you will get better at that but initially it's going to be the hardest if it and that's just how things that's how learning and an adaptation works right so good luck out there man and uh really always welcome the feedback
1: questions and uh till next time thanks Bye all.